Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne. This is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, am I beyond hope and help? I've got an email here from a guy. He says he has a some kind of version of Asperger's syndrome. And he's at the point of his life where he's basically saying, well, there's, I think I'm pretty much a hopeless case and there's no way I'll ever be able to date the kind of woman I want. So he's created a story around his life and his experience that tells him he just doesn't deserve what he wants. Even though he's read through my book and he can see all the mistakes he's made to failure in the past, he's still got a personal story that he tells himself and therefore he's not taking any action to help himself. And therefore it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. He's convinced himself that there's no way that he can get what he wants and therefore his actions are consistent with that story that he's created. So I got a quote that I wrote and I want to go through his email. And the quote says, failure is a part of life. The reality is that most of your actions and efforts on your journey to creating the life and lifestyle you've always wanted will not lead to success, but instead will lead to rejection and failure. Anyone that has kids or who spends time around young kids will tell you that they are relentless and do not give up when something does not go their way or they fail. It's only when they get a little older that society and their peers have convinced them that they cannot succeed in most things they want to become or desire to experience. One of the smartest things you can do to reach your full potential is to embrace, look forward to, and be grateful for your failures. Why? That way your failures will become something to look forward to and embrace because they are a necessary and unavoidable part of life, getting what you want and creating what you want. So let's go through his email. He says, Dear Corey, this is a difficult email for me to write and one that I feel you won't be able to help me on. <laughs> I mean, that says it right there. Ah, you can't, there's no way, it's not gonna work. So you're trying to soften the blow for yourself. But you convince yourself that it's just not gonna work, then you don't take any action and therefore nothing changes. And you go, see, nothing works. Well, you're not doing anything to help yourself. I think it was Panasta Sai said, life happens when you move, stagnation happens when you die. And you're not moving very much and therefore how can you expect things to change? He says, here are some factors about me that are significant. In other words, these are the reasons that he believes it's hopeless for him. I've never been in a relationship with a girl longer than two to three months. Well, the only reason that that happens is because you had a shitty approach to it. You were following a strategy that just didn't work, which obviously he admits later in his email, which you know, all the light bulbs went off when he read my book and he realized where he had gone wrong. He says, I have Asperger's syndrome, which is a mild form of autism, though no one can tell by my behavior unless they spend time with me and my relationships do suffer as a result. At the end of the day, if you've got Asperger's syndrome, you have to accept your reality. You were born this way. You can look at it as a gift and a blessing and something to overcome or a curse and an excuse to do nothing. And there's a guy, his name is Nicholas James Vukajic, I think is his name. He's, he's a guy who was born with no arms 
no legs. He's married. He's a very successful motivational speaker. And I didn't hear you say anything here about having no arms and no legs. So obviously there's somebody out there that physically is worse off than you. So you have no excuses. And there's another guy, his name is Sean Stevenson. Little short guy, he's, I think he's less than three feet tall. And he was born with really brittle bones. And he's one of the happiest, most positive people that you'll ever see. And you, both these guys, you can Google their names and watch video. So these guys have their physical limitations are way, way worse than yours. And yet they're both married and they're both happy in their lives and they do great work that inspires millions of people all over the world. So physically, you got no fucking excuse. Because if those guys can do it, it's like, come on. He says, I am mildly out of place in my facial features. I won't go in, I mean, like Sean, his, his tongue is so big, it's like literally hanging out his mouth when he talks. But the dude is always smiling, he's always happy, he's always optimistic. You have no excuses, dude. He says, I won't go into detail, but I'm not, I mean, he, Sean can't even walk. He requires his wife to pick him up and lay him on the bed when they're gonna hook up. I mean, come on. He's like a little teddy bear. And he's still happy, and he's still fulfilled, and he's still got a relationship. He did it with a lot more physical ailments than you have. I am more noticeably different and below average looking. Go watch the two videos of those guys. It's like, if you compare yourself to those guys, you don't have any fucking problems. You're just making excuses to not do anything. The reality is you just simply had a bad strategy in the past. And now you're reading my book, you're realizing where you went wrong, and now you have to apply what you've learned. I mean, you gotta participate in your own rescue. Nobody is coming to save you. The only person that can help you is a person that you see in the mirror every day. He says, I'm able to make girls laugh when I'm with them. And if they get a chance to know me, they then fall into two camps. They either think I'm funny or they don't like me at all. Hey, the reality is, is most of the women that I like and I'm attracted to, they don't like me either. It's like, I don't fucking take it personally. My life's turned out pretty fucking okay. I'm living here on the beach. As soon as I finish this video, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to go down and lay on the fucking beach and do next to nothing all fucking day and see what happens next. He says, I don't think I will ever be able to get a girl that I'm really attracted to as I don't have the confidence. I've suffered way too much rejection and even some of the girls I meet for the first time ridicule me privately when I try to make them laugh. Dude, you take yourself way too fucking seriously. The bottom line is you, I, and everybody else, we're all living in bodies that are eventually gonna die. And a few hundred years from now, nobody's gonna give a fuck who you were or who I was or anybody else that's alive at this point in time in human history. And so every day you have the same number of hours in the day. And what you do with that is what determines where you end up. The reason I'm in this $10 million gorgeous fucking condo on the beach is because I worked my fucking ass off and I relentlessly focused on creating the life and lifestyle and the business that I wanted in my mind's eye. 
I was even willing to sleep on my dad's couch for several years too after having made half a million dollars a year back when I was in real estate because I believed that eventually I would figure out the right way to market my skills and to market my business to where people would actually go, dude, this guy can really fucking help me. It was just a matter of time and repetition and figuring it out. And the bottom line is that you're not doing anything to help yourself. You've got to participate in your own rescue. The reality is numerically, if you look at it from this perspective, if you ask out a hundred different women, these are women that at least make eye contact and smile at you when you first meet them. The numbers, and I've had this consistently confirmed all over the world in every cultural and religious and societal background. You ask out a hundred women, 12 to 13 will end up going out with you. And if you follow the progression of the book, three to five of them will end up sleeping with you. Those are what the numbers are. Obviously, as your skills get better and you get better, you're going to be approaching fewer women that are going to reject you. And more of the women that you do approach will say yes, just because you can see it. You can look at their body language or physiology and you can tell when they're into you or when they're not. The reality is you can't take it fucking personally because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. We're all fucking dust in the wind anyways, dude. He says, I'm so tired. When I did sleep with girls in the past, they were mainly one-night stands, some drunken. But the older I get, the harder that is to achieve. I'm starting to look my age too. Well, you got to take care of your body. You got to exercise. You got to do weight training. And you got to do cardio. And you got to eat healthy. Give yourself all the advantages that you can give. You have control over how you look and how you show up. And one thing that you can definitely do to help yourself is get your ass in the gym and get yourself in shape. You don't have to be fucking Mr. Olympia, but if you take care of yourself, you're physically going to look better. When you have tighter fitting clothes, women are going to notice that. People who are happy, people who are successful, tend to take better care of themselves and their bodies. And therefore, even if you're butt ugly, if you take care of yourself and you're in good shape and you look good, you're going to get more women than as if you're ugly and fat and you don't give a fuck. That's, that's just reality. So give yourself every advantage that you can that you have control over. So here's an interesting thing. He says, reading your material, I can see I made some whopping mistakes with the girls I did date when I was younger. It seems I did the exact opposite continually of what you advise. So your experience is mostly doing the wrong thing, which leads, leads to predictable rejection. But that was the past. As Tony Robbins says, the past does not equal the future. You're living in the past and what happened and deciding that you're not gonna take any action in the present moment because the future is gonna be just like the past. Well, if you're not talking to any women and you've given up, of course, the past will equal the future for you. But it's going to happen because you do nothing to help yourself. He says, however, now I cannot even get one date off any girl. I don't really try. <laughs> Look at that statement. You're saying the opposite of both. I can't get one girl, but I don't really try. So in other words, he's not doing anything. Women are going to just jump in your lap and say, hey, date me. I mean, occasionally some will. But the majority of them are expecting you to be the man and be bold and take some risks and go for what you want. Obviously, you did that when you were younger, and now you're making excuses to not do anything to help yourself. And like I said, if you got all your limbs and your arms and your legs and you don't have real physical ailments, I mean, comparing what you've shared here compared 
to what Sean and uh, what's his name Nicholas have it's like you, you don't have any excuses dude and that's just reality he says however now I cannot even get one date off any girl I don't really try but when I do this is a response it's like they laugh at me or they say they're spoken for or they say you'll meet someone or I have scared girls off in the past or they treat me like I'm immature So what? That doesn't define you. Other people don't define you. You define yourself. Happiness and success must be defined by you. Because if you allow other people to define you, then you're going to be absolutely fucking miserable because you're never going to be able to live up to their unreasonable expectations. Don't take it personally. you got to get through the no's in order to get to the yeses. And as the numbers I spelled out earlier, it's like, Keep a log of it. Put yourself in a situation where there's lots of people. Go to a beer festival. Obviously, you said you like to drink. Go to an Oktoberfest type of thing or a beer and wine festival or a farmer's market or go to the mall or go to some art festival. There's always things you can do where there's lots of people to practice with. Keep a log of it. Who cares? What if you have to ask out 200 women to get one good date? If you get one girl that's willing to go out with you and say your numbers are half as bad as, or half as good, I should say, as what everybody else gets around the world, so what? All you need is one chick. One chick that likes you, thinks you're kind of cute, thinks you're kind of funny. If you don't take yourself too personally and if you don't feel insecure about your Asperger system, I mean, all the things that I've been through in my life, which will you'll get to you know read about all of it in my new book when it comes out, when is it coming out? It's coming out soon. Still working on the final editing, tweaking it, getting the print copy to line up. So I'm thinking probably end of the year, beginning early next year is when I think it'll it'll be out. I want to take my time when I get it right. I mean, it's, I've spent 11 years thinking about and contemplating this book and what I wanted to say. So I'm going to take my time. And I'm enjoying the process of writing this book because when I wrote my the first edition of my very first book, I had, I had no products at the time, and I was in a rush to get it done. And I, quite frankly, I didn't really enjoy the process of writing that book. And I love this book. I've really taken my time with my ghostwriter. We've worked on it for a solid six months now. It's a little over 600 pages. I think it's like 603 at this point. But I'm taking my time with it. Well, I went through a lot of shit to get to where I am. And it's all a gift. Everything that happened to my mother being a psychotic schizophrenic, I mean, those... I don't look at that and go, oh, poor me. My mom became a psychotic schizophrenic when I was 19. My life's over. It's like, hey, I'm, I believe that we choose our own parents and we choose our own experiences from a soul's perspective so we can get the experience that we need to grow and become more. So I don't look at it and say, poor me. I was like, I overcame a lot of things because of the family environment that I grew up in. And your challenges, your failures, your, I mean, you look at these guys, you look at Sean and Nicholas, again, these guys had enormous setbacks in the beginning of their lives that they overcame and overcoming that caused them to learn a path to help them reach their full potential. And because they overcame tremendous physical difficulties and physical odds and illnesses, they did it, and it, they inspire other people to do it. And you can do the same with your life. 
In other words, okay, so you got Asperger's. What's the gift in it? If you could look at it, how has it made you stronger? How has it made you more determined? How has it caused you to not take yourself so damn seriously? Obviously, you got to this point in your life, and it's not like you never had any success at all with women. You just haven't been able to sustain it because, again, you had a crappy strategy. But the good news is you're following my work. You're reading the book. You're seeing where you went wrong. Remember, knowledge is only potential power. It only becomes power when you actually apply it. He says, on a dating site, I am on, I'm no girl responds to my messages. Well, if you followed the article I did several years ago, if you're on sites like match.com, you don't reach out to women first. You put your profile and it creates it in a way that when a woman's reading it, she goes, oh, he described me. And they reach out to you. You're going to send a lot of fucking messages through something like match.com. You look something like, I've done videos on Tinder in the past. Tinder's a lot quicker. It's, you know, you swipe left or right, you match, you send a few funny texts, then you want to get on the phone. Ideally, you'd like, you'd want to get on doing maybe a FaceTime. You can actually see the girl that way. If she doesn't look good on a video chat, then you just saved yourself showing up to a date and being turned off because she didn't look like her pictures. And that's the, that one, that's the downside risk with dating online is you don't get to see everything. You don't get to see their body language, their physiology. But ideally, you want to work smarter, not hard. Again, I'm not going to go into all that because I've done videos on it in the past. But sending messages, it's, it's the opposite of what my book teaches. Because the reality is women on those dating sites, give, especially sites like Match.com where they have more information, they get bombarded by emails and messages from guys. He says, there are two girls I see every other month that I like, and I would like to be in a relationship. That's the wrong approach. You're thinking from the complete end. You should be looking at it from the perspective of the way most women look at going out with a guy, which is, do I like this guy enough yet? Is he good for me? Instead of just saying, these girls are pretty and they'd be great girlfriends. You don't know that. You haven't been out, even been out on dates. You haven't spent enough time with them. You haven't slept with them. You haven't spent several months waking up and going to sleep together to really get to know what they're like day in and day out. They're just attractive. They're potential candidates. So pull the trigger and ask them out. Because the more you interact with these girls and they can tell that you like them and it takes you months to get around to asking them out, there's a pretty good chance that when you actually do ask them out, you'll get rejected just because you hesitated and you dithered so much. So again, here's part of a story. But I am totally lost and I've just about given up. Well, again, you got to participate in your own rescue. If you don't open that big hole in your face, you're not going to be getting any dates. That's reality. I mean, you were willing to do it when you were younger and you had some bad experiences, but so what? Again, you didn't have a good strategy. Is what you teach has a base foundation on a girl's initial attraction to you in the first place. However, when that's not even there to start with, your knowledge cannot help me. You don't know if they like you or not because you're not asking anybody out. Again, this is part of the story that you're inventing your, yourself. This causes you to do nothing. Remember, people do more to avoid pain than they will do to gain pleasure and so therefore to you rejection equals pain and therefore you avoid it and you do nothing but you also want to date somebody well you got to interact with women and talk to them and ask them out and actually go on dates in order to get into a relationship 
It's like you buy a brand new car, but the gas tank is empty, and you don't put any gas in the tank, and then you bitch that the car won't run. Come on, man. He says, I don't think you can help me, Corey. He's like, you're right. I can't help you. Only you can help you. I can be a guide. I can give you wisdom. I can give you strategies. I can teach you some skills. But at the end of the day, it's up to you to practice them and to get better. Your simple goal should be to try to get a little better each and every day. That means going to the gym on a regular basis, maybe get a personal trainer, disciplining yourself with your diet, diet discipline as I like to call it, and take care of your body. Do what you can to get yourself in the best possible physical shape that you can. And when you see a girl that you like, you gotta practice going up to her and talking to her like you have in the past. And just accept the fact that 80 percent 75 80 percent of the time at least you're going to get rejected so you're going to fail most of the time you have to become okay with that give yourself permission to failure give yourself permission to be a beginner again every single day i mean think about it this way i mean right now there's not a fucking cloud in the sky i can't wait to get onto the beach because it's fucking beautiful out but every day is a brand new day every day the sun comes up and you get to decide that you're either going to take action and move your life forward or you're going to sit back and say, well, it's hopeless and, and do nothing. And like I said, if you compare yourself to Sean and Nicholas, you don't have any excuses, dude. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. You got to take action. That, that's, you can't avoid taking action and expect your life to change. Definitely something to think about. You can do it, but you got to take the action you got to make the effort again little small what can i do to get a little better today maybe just practice an eye contact maybe just practicing going out and saying hello to people interacting with other human beings and just striking out conversations and practicing that skill anything you do to move your life forward day in and day out week after week month after month year after what if it takes you two years to really master this stuff if it takes you two years to really master it and you meet a great girl and say you live happily ever after, that's a win, that's a victory. Or maybe you just like to date and have some fun and see what's out there, that's okay too. The point being, it's your life, do what makes you happy, but do something, take some action. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen and book whatever coaching option works for you. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you.